and hopefully this will work out. Good evening, good evening. Ah, best neighbor Chris is with us tonight. It is Fat Tuesday. Hopefully everybody has something yummy that they're eating um, because tomorrow is Lent. And uh, I had decided that I was going to be giving up sugar like I have been for a long time. And then some very uncomfortable people said, why don't you give up bourbon? And then I punched them. Because that's ridiculous. Jesus doesn't want that. It's my takeaway. No. We can hear you. Well, Nicole, we're using these handy dandy things. It's so weird because none of you are saying anything and I still have to have these in my my ears, but this is who we are. I did try to get my phone checked out, but Verizon apparently we are living in a country where the country says this store closes at seven and then at six fifteen all the lights were out. Yeah. How do they do that? They just say, Well, we're closing at seven, so let's just shut the lights out and all leave at six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Just finished off a box of Girl Scout cookies. No. Oh, they wouldn't even let you in the store a half hour before it closed. They're like, don't come in here, lady. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That you were going to punch somebody because you have a lot of anger like that. You're going to call corporate. Yeah, Sharpie hours. Remember? Don't you remember when I went to the CVS? And I was standing there like a dum-dum. And it said it was open until 3 o'clock. And it was 2.45. And they were gone. But they had gotten a Sharpie. And scratched out the 3 o'clock and put in 2.45. I said, how are you going to do this? How are you going to be this person? Uh, so you sound much better with the AirPods. Well, good. I'm glad that that's fixing. I still have no idea. I did do a quick Google and some people were saying that, um, we can't hear Wendy. Well, that's because Wendy's not here. You mean you can't hear Chris? You will not hear Chris. I have to repeat what she says because she's not on the headphones. Now, the last time Chris and I were together getting drunk on the internet, we were at the Hershey Spa. And it was chocolate martinis and white pants. And I'm not going to say how that ended, but it wasn't good. They're not white pants anymore. BNC looks tired tonight. Uh Uh-oh. That's her dressed up. This is us looking good. Mm -hmm. I got a jury notice today. Mm -mm. What does coffee stout before Ash Wednesday mean? Allison, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I made it. Happy Tipsy Tuesday. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. It is uh, a Tipsy Tuesday. We should probably count to see how many we've done of these shows, but there's a lot. <laughs> and uh, not only is it uh, Fat Tuesday, so the day before uh 
Ash Wednesday, but it's also Mardi Gras. Did you know that Mardi Gras always falls on Fat Tuesday? Did you know that? How did you know that? Have you ever been to Mardi Gras? It says, although Mardi Gras itself is a single Tuesday, it's part of a carnival, a larger weeks-long celebration of never-ending carousing before the more solemn religious season of Lent and the preparation of Easter. Uh, it's celebrated around the world, but obviously the hot spot is the French Quarter of New Orleans and Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make us a king cake. Remember when we made king cake that one time? That's where you get a little baby Jesus from Amazon. And it's a little plastic Jesus. And then you bake it into a cake. No, that can't be right because it's plastic. Either way, somehow a baby Jesus gets into a cake. It's called a king cake. You don't look impressed by this story, but it is impressive. Uh, Suzanne, we are, I'm having bourbon. Chris is a little lightweight with her wine. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, mm -hmm. so let's see, uh, Wendy, if you want to email me when we started the show, there were 14 tickets left for the trip. So tickets went on sale for the trip today. It was very exciting, slightly nerve wracking. Uh, we always have like our minimum number and then like our maximum number. And now we're getting to our, we blew past the minimum number and now we're on our second bus and we're slowly uh, inching our way closer to our sellout number. So it's very exciting. I know a lot of people signed up for it today. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's a, look, somebody else just bought a ticket. We might sell out by the time the show is over, but um, we opened it up to our supporters first this morning. So we have lots of supporters coming. And uh, for those of you that missed it, there are a couple of, um, if you find the baby in a cake, it's a good year. Yes, because the baby is somewhere in the cake. And then you cut up the cake, and whoever gets the baby Jesus, it's special. So does the baby Jesus get put in the cake after the cake is made? I don't know. We yeah, made it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh-huh. I was on the wait list this morning after 17 minutes. No, it was very quick. It was very quick this morning um, for our trip to go on sale. So it's very exciting. Um, and uh, yes, Belinda's coming. Um, no babies were harmed in the making of the cake. Uh-huh. Shana, I saw your name on there. It is. It's very exciting. Um, so yeah. Anne-Marie. I think Anne-Marie holds the record. I think she's been on every trip we've done. Maybe there's like two or three other people. It's a very small group, but she's in it. But someone promised to bring me back a cowboy. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
If you get the baby and the cake, you supply the next cake. Oh, that's news to me. I'm really um, stuffed up tonight. Yeah. Don't know why. It just happened like in the last hour. You cook baby Jesus. Now that I'm saying it, there'd be no way you'd put a plastic baby Jesus in. Hold on. Let me look up king cake. I know we did it with my mom. So maybe we, maybe we cooked it and then you put the baby in after. The name king cakes comes from the biblical story of the three kings who bring gifts to baby Jesus. A blend of coffee cake and cinnamon roll. That's not what we did. A king cake is usually iced in yellow, green, and purple, the colors of Mardi Gras, and is frequently packed with fruit fillings <sighs> and decadent cream cheeses. This is the most exciting Fat Tuesday you've ever been to. <laughs> I'm so tired. Is it Ronnie? Cassandra's coming on this trip. That's exciting. Why do they put a baby in a king cake? A miniature plastic baby, which symbolizes baby Jesus, is placed inside the cake to signify the epiphany. Chris, the person who gets the slice that contains the baby is known as the king. And they are charged with the responsibility of bringing a king cake to the next event. Hmm. I don't know. It says, if you are lucky enough to find the baby, you will be responsible for hosting the next Mardi Gras celebration and providing the next cake. Um, although baking a plastic baby in a cake sounds like a, a melted mess just waiting to happen, she says it's not an issue. It doesn't get hot enough to melt it. Plus, they're, des they're designed to be cooked. I'm going to make you a king cake. But I'm going to get like those tiny little plastic penises that they use for like bachelorette parties. But that's what I'm putting in the cake. <laughs> that's going to be for your birthday. <laughs> Chris's birthday's coming up. She's going to get a special cake. That is part of the pack list for a bachelorette party that Lexi is supposed to pack up pretty dresses to look cute, go out, party, and then bring a mullet wig. That sounds like something I would do. Thank you for my stars. That was very lovely. Um, I don't know. What's your craziest story, Chris, from when you were younger and you like went out with your girlfriends and got in trouble? You are a liar. Trouble with the law. Maybe you stole something. Maybe you peed on the side of the road. There you go. Who? In an alley? Real classy. Liar. How did you save her from showing up 
Go on. So your idea is to distract the police while your friends are almost getting arrested and get them out of jail. And that's why I'm friends with the BNC. That is friendship right there. Listen, if you're, listen, if we got pulled over and Shakendra was about to get arrested, who's flipping their top up in order to distract the police? It's Chris. The answer is Chris. In case you're wondering. Yeah, what is she saying? It doesn't matter what she's saying. I'll tell you what she's saying. Okay. I'm her translator. I'll translate what she's saying. But she's basically saying that she's the best backup dancer and best friend that you can have. You had a singing banana at your bachelorette party. Who was the banana? How do you not know who your banana was at your bachelorette party that was singing? Who hired a singing banana? Let me get this straight. So you're getting married to Lance, who everybody now knows is hot. And you're having a bachelorette party at Taylor's, which was an old club here in Philly. And you're telling me that somebody said, you know what this bachelorette party needs? A singing banana. And then you're at your party trying to have a good time and a banana shows up. What does he sing? You don't know what you're singing bananas. I have no idea if Lee Ellen is here. She is in the corner. She likes to hide. I just had a funny story too I was going to tell you. Mm. I know. I got a story. You'll like this story. So we're doing one funny mother. It's me, Carolyn. Now, Carolyn was pre-Stephanie, okay, and maybe Diana. So we finish our show. It was in North Jersey somewhere, and we decide to stop at like a Dunkin' Donuts mm -hmm. to get a little something, little donuts, a little something before we were going to drive home. It was a bit of a ride. Now, I'm sober in this story. Keep that in mind. We go in, walking into this Dunkin' Donuts, and it's like pretty packed, right? And it's New Jersey, so keep this in mind. This probably doesn't happen in a lot of other places. But the parking lot, everybody's like parked on an angle, and it's real tight. I'm walking into the Dunkin' Donuts. And, and it's a little bit of like a hill. So I'm coming up the hill to go to this, go into the parking lot to get. And I see this water, this liquid streaming down the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I say, what the heck is this? And I look, there is a girl peeing in the parking lot. At a Dunkin' Donuts. That's open. And I go, what in the world? <laughs> I was I was like half suburban white lady mom. Half, what kind of trash? What? So I start mouthing off. I go, are you kidding me right now? And my mom said, like, what happened? I go, somebody trash over here is peeing in a parking lot. 
in the middle of a Dunkin' Donuts. And then she, the girl, completely plastered, okay? She's like, what? You never peed in a parking lot before. I go, the Dunkin' Donuts is open. Why wouldn't you just walk into the Dunkin' Donuts? Listen, I know you're drunk, but the lights are on. I get into it with this drunk girl. Oh, you're you're so cool. I go, I'm not that cool. I just don't take my pants off in a parking lot where the doors are open. There's a bathroom in there. And Di's going, what's happening? What's happening? Carolyn's like, shh, stop saying it. I said, listen. Listen, there's emergencies and there's non-emergencies. And in New Jersey, I was like, no, you're going to need to get yourself together, girl. You just can't. You can't. Come on. Get it together. Right, Shakendra? If we're all drunk in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot and any of you ladies on this next trip tries to pee, just so you're going to get an earful. I will walk, Chris will walk you into the bathroom and berate you. Like, what were you thinking? When you got to go, listen, you're not wrong, Cynthia. There's a, they just walk in the door. It wasn't even like it was after hours. You're like, hey, can I use the, no. Just a whole bunch of people trying to go to the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-mm. Drunken Donuts. There it is. That's what they used to, they should leave it open late. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, let's go deep. Let's let's do this. So in my neighborhood, I was pretty young. I really wasn't that crazy. Chris and I are really not that crazy. But in my neighborhood, it was like really rural and we would have sleepovers. Um, so I would I would say I was sleeping over Lisa's house and Lisa would say she's sleeping at my house. And we would eventually sleep there. But, you know, you would hang out all night in the streets. You know, not like hooking, but like hanging. Like it was just very rural. People just hung out in the streets. Well, one day, we're hanging out in the corner. Now, I can't be, I'm not even like teeny. I think I, I must be. I was probably 14, 15. Okay. We didn't stay out all night. So we're standing on the corner. And we see street light. We see car lights coming. So somebody says, it's the cops, right? So everybody takes off. And then somebody says, oh, it's not. So I'm the only one that went back like a dumb dumb. I lose valuable moments. Now, Lisa ran two houses down to her house. Okay. Now her house, she and her brother go in the house, shut the door, they lock it. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm about four seconds behind, but it's too late. So now I'm banging on the door. She's like, get away from here. I'm like, I'm staying at your house. (laughs) Open the door. And so she won't open the door. Now the cop is coming around and he's got the light on the side, you know, on the side window where they do that thing where they look for you. (laughs) And I can see the light coming. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Open the door. She won't open the door. And they had like a big bay window in the front. So I knew if I was, I'm I'm 5'10". You can't miss me, especially with a light. So um, hanging out in the corner. Uh-huh. 
I see the light coming. He's coming down the street. I just dive. I just dive right in front of this bay window and just lay my body just like this across the front window behind some bushes. Mm -hmm. I did. I dove into a ditch, essentially. And now I'm by the window and I'm banging on the window. I go, open the door. And now she opens the window. So she's like sitting on the inside. Oh, she goes, get out of here. I go, I'm supposed to be staying at your house. Oh, it's fun. Oh, Missy. Good times. Good times. Now, Missy and I almost had a mishap where we almost got into a car accident. I don't know if anyone's ever heard this riveting story, but Missy and I were coming home from New York and we had decided to do the responsible thing like everybody else driving. It's like at least an hour and a half, two hours home from New York and we got Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So we have one pint of Ben and Jerry's and two spoons, okay? And we're trying to get out of the city. And that's the only thing that makes that drive better. So we're driving. And we're coming through, we're coming through the toll booth and something happens because I got ninja reflexes. I, I go through the toll booth and somebody basically tries to like roll, roll past my car, just totally run me off the road. So I, I, I kind of do the thing where like, you know, instinctual, instinctually, you'll just, you'll do this right with your arm mm -hmm. so but i had ice cream in my hand okay. and so it all happened so fast and i i i simultaneously i blocked missy but i have this pint of ice cream in my hand and it all happened so fast and by the time it was over like i i skirted out of the way i saved the ice cream missy's hanging onto my arm we were about to die and A, we didn't die. And B, we saved the ice cream. That's what we all thought. And Missy and I like took a deep breath. We're like, oh my God, I thought we were gonna die. And like, oh, and we saved the ice cream. And that wasn't even like a thought. That was just, I need first to save Missy, second, save the ice cream. Third, try not to get hit by a car. It was in that order. Missy's life being the most important, the ice cream being second, and then valuables in my car is the third. Mm -hmm. All right, your turn. Mm -hmm. You had to have almost gotten arrested at some point. What? To sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you will use your body and sex stories and your charm to distract the fuzz. Okay. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Save the ice cream or the alcohol. I know. Missy and I, and we laughed the whole way home. We're like, oh, thank God we saved this ice cream just to make this trip a little better. 
And that's how I knew that Missy and I had similar priorities. And that's really all that matters. Mm -hmm. Such a riveting story, Tara. Save the ice cream. I did buy ice cream for tonight. Did you want some? Mm. I'm taking your name for coffee. Of course I remember you, Jess. I forget what city we met in, but I remember you saying that, and I was so excited. Um, I don't know if that's going to, is it like Jess? Do you have like a middle name already? And then she's taking Dina. I've never had anybody take Dina as a confirmation name. What's your confirmation name? Marie. Marie? Picks Marie. What's your middle name? You're telling me you don't have a middle name and you had the chance to pick any name on the planet and you picked Marie. No. 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 I picked Lisa. Lisa, yeah. No. Chris. So I pick Marie and you pick Lisa. If you had to pick a confirmation name again, would you pick Marie? Chris, my question is, if you could pick a confirmation name, I would pick like Trixie. Like I would pick like, nope. I would find the trashiest saint name just to just pep it up a little bit. Mine is Bridget. Confirmation name is Jewish, but there had to be a Catholic Bernadette. name. Bernadette. Yeah, how come there's no like cool saint names? It's always like, uh huh, Mary, Joan. Yeah, we're all the good names. Ooh, I was Sarah. That's a that's a biblical name with the H. Is there a Saint Lisa? No, but it's like Elizabeth. It's a playoff of Elizabeth. Yeah, but like I, I'm Dina Marie is my middle name, but that's all Italians have to take Marie. Well, isn't Ellen her middle name? Lee, Ellen. What is a confirmation name? Judy. Judy, in the Catholic tradition, the communion you are forced to be in, okay? Because you're in second grade, you don't have choices. And then you'll also go through penance, which again, if you're in the Catholic religion, you just do it because they tell you. But as you move through adolescence and into those teenage years, you have the opportunity to go through your confirmation. And confirmation is, the, is when you receive the Holy Spirit. It's the first time that you as a person say, yes, I am choosing this sacrament. I am choosing to be Catholic. Now, I still think it's pretty young because those kids are still, what, seventh or eighth grade? It's eighth grade. It's eighth grade. So like 13. Still pretty young but either way uh, when you go through confirmation you get to pick your confirmation name and then they usually make you write an essay about it whoever whatever saint you pick and to do community service mm -hmm. it's the whole thing so we all know that in Mary is a sacrament in the Catholic Church, right? mm -hmm. 
Even now or back then? Okay. I would love to go to your wedding. Will I be in the wedding? Who am I? Well, your girls will be your best ladies. I'll be your best, I was going to say matron of honor, but I'm not married. Because you could have a maid and a matron. What about a divorcee of honor? I could be that. That could be the third option. You could have a maid of honor, a matron of honor, and a divorcee of honor. Because it's not really a party unless there's a divorcee in it. I mean, let's be honest. I wonder if this could really happen. It can. It can. Okay. Was he, you were married in a Catholic church. So he's a heathen. He's a heathen. Has he ever expressed any interest in becoming Catholic? Okay. Well, that might be, he has. And he's going to go to CCD. Jim did that. Remember? That was here when we were living here. So Jim, no, 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 no. So he had, he was in the military and he had like, well, you know, they have dog tags, right? So when you're in the military of dog tag and it has your name and your number, but it also has your religion on it. Cause in the unfortunate event, if you were to die, um, if you would say Catholic, then you'd get last rites. You know, they would know like what it is if you're Jewish, what is it? Yeah. So yeah, a Catholic divorcee, Wendy, it's a thing. Anyway, so he had, well, the crazy, he was like collecting those tags because he had a tag that said Baptist. He had a tag that said Pentecostal. He was collecting them. I go, are you just collecting all of them? Anyway, uh, when we moved here, he decided to get, he went through the classes and he became Catholic. I think that's part of it. I think they get all of it. They get the baptism, the confirmation, the penance, all at the same time. I think he was like baptized Christian. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I would like to be the divorcee of honor. And I would like to have a shirt made that says that. Mm -hmm. Can middle name be different than company? Yes. So my name is Dina Marie Lisa Kerbin was my name. And the, the confirmation name is not legal in any sense whatsoever. It's not like a legal name. Right? No, it's not legal. It's not legal. It's just Jesus legal, which is different than regular legal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't he have to do that before you got married? No. Yeah. 
pick a tag, any tag. Exactly. That's what I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so here's what's funny is that every time the kids went through communion, and I have the picture somewhere. In fact, the frames broke and I had to get a new frame. But anytime my kids went through communion, which would be like second grade, um, there's always like a suit involved for the boys or a pretty dress for the girls. It's like a whole thing. And then there's a photo shoot. We'd have photos done. It's a real big deal. So when Jim got his confirmation slash communion slash whatever, I was like, well, we got to do the pictures. He was like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you got to. So what we do is every time they would get their communion pictures, there'd be a picture of them like this, looking real Jesus-y. And the, yeah, and the rosary would be hung over their hands like this. So I said to Jim, I said, come on, let's go outside. I got to go take your picture. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, we got to take your communion pictures. So there's a picture of him with his rosaries. It's funny. Yeah, it's around here somewhere. It was funny. Yep. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's got to have a white suit with like powder blue shoes. Classic. Classic. So fun. Just got home from 80 for Brady. It was a good one. Mm hmm. No. Is it out? My mom went to CCD so her and my dad could get married. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, real Jesus-y. <laughs> do you think he'll do it? Yeah. And then if he becomes Catholic, you're saying you're going to get married again. But are you? Let me ask you this. Is your wedding, is this wedding going to be better than your kids' current weddings? Because your kids, your kids have great weddings and you're paying for it. You should ask them if they want to pay for your wedding. Say, listen, I know that dad and I have dedicated our entire lives to you two. We would like to get married now in the church. I'm just wondering how much can we rely on each of you to put towards our wedding? Oh, that would be the greatest thing ever. Could you imagine? Oh, they'd be like, we're not going to support this at all. And be like, oh. And then you can say, I don't want any of your friends invited. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Chris, uh, her birthday is coming up, and she is in love with a band called the Juliana Brothers. Now, I'd imagine, and I don't know if anybody else, the Juliana Brothers is like a regional band, and they are a cover band, right? So yeah. they sing like a lot of like cover songs, and they're good. But I have to believe and I don't want to speak out of turn here, that the Juliano brothers had a heyday. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the heyday. I think we're a little past the heyday. But, so it's, I mean, how old are they now? They got to be mid-50s, yeah. 
So in the 80s, if I was good at math, that would be 40 years ago. So yeah, they is that math right? 40, they'd be 15. No, that's not right. <laughs> it couldn't have been. It had to be the 90s. So they would have been... You think that the Giuliano brothers was there when you were, all right, let's say 90s. So it's 30 years ago. Yeah. Call us up. But it's just so funny. What is in, what is this band in? Uh, so they do cover. So there's like a guitarist, a drummer, a, a keyboard, and like the lead singer. But they're, um, didn't the lead Juliana Singer pass away? Yeah. No, I think it's. Oh, that's. Oh, he's fine. Uh huh. I would say the 90s, yeah. So it's just funny because, like, now, but people love them. Chris, we took Chris. I think they were even bigger then than they are now. Yeah, of course they were because they would have been in there. No. Yes. No, they weren't, because they're big guys. They're big guys. And the three brothers, right? But the fourth one isn't a brother, right? No, well, there's only three of them. Sometimes they have an extra oh. family. They were, I, no, they weren't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it up. But anyway, that's what we're going to do for Chris's birthday. We're going to go see the Juliana, and people love them. They are a fun shore band. Eileen knows them. They are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of Smoky Joe's. I don't know. Did they start as a teenager? Hold on. Hmm. I know we were just talking about like the worst things that you did when you were younger, but it does kind of make me wonder, like, do you think that Di did anything crazy when she was younger? What? Remember she worked at the nudie magazine. I don't think she ever did anything where she got in trouble. That doesn't sound like her. I don't know when my FaceTime isn't working. Hmm. Um, Wendy, are you still here? Where are we with uh, our tickets that are left for this? Uh, Um, but there was a I think we had seventeen tickets, fourteen tickets left. I don't know. There's not many. Twelve left. They started around two thousand, said Eileen. 
so um so when we celebrate everyone's birthday di worked at a nudie magazine mm -hmm. but she didn't know it <laughs> i don't know how you work at a, mag a nudie magazine and not know it but Di did so it was very funny wendy should be in bed wendy's had a very long day um but she did a great job today so if there are a couple stragglers we have a couple tickets left um 1985 well how old are they I guess if I was they have to be in their 60s they have to be in their 60s then there's no way that they are in their 50s mm. yeah so many times yeah so crazy anyway so we're planning some things to do for christmas birthday oh next week i does sound like i'm getting a cold i don't know what my my face is allergic to but something for sure i don't know when we were snuggling earlier did i smell it um so next week uh i will be bebopping so we have some special guest host of Tipsy Tuesday. Um, did I book the talent? No, no. She uh, she worked at the magazine. I feel like she answered phones, but like not like nudie, like 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 what was it before the internet? Receptionist? No, like sex calls. Couldn't you like call like a nudie call or something? I don't think she did that. I don't think she did that. I gotta ask her. Uh-huh. They were probably 20 and 21 when they started. The Juliana brothers were old 20 years ago. <laughs> I think we all were old 20 years ago. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because the weather is like 80 degrees one day and 20 degrees the next day. I don't know. It's a little weird. Um, but anyway, so next Tuesday, you will have some guest hosts for Tipsy Tuesday. So it should be, we don't usually have guest hosts for Tipsy Tuesday, so I can only imagine how it's gonna go, but you're not gonna wanna miss it. That's what I know. Uh, so that's coming up. Um, I know. I'm still trying to uh, figure things out. So the total, so Tanya just asked me the total. So if there's 17 tickets left, then that means we probably sold, look at me, Wendy, <laughs> 70 something, 73. We'll see. Now Wendy's like, now I gotta do math. It's a lot. You really don't sound good. I don't know, Bob. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. It really could be anything. 
Can I be a guest host for Tipsy Tuesday? I don't know. Tanya's really locked in. 78 on the tour so far. There you go. Um, so, yeah. I think that this will be probably the biggest. I mean, every, every time we do a tour, it kind of gets bigger, um, which is great. Uh, but it's a little hard for us to book it. Yeah. Where is Lulu, a.k.a. Biggie? <laughs> Sorry. She is with Jim. And Booby and I have been enjoying uh, just hanging with us. She, okay. I told you I took her to the groomer. And I had, it is tour mess. And I literally had to, like, walk down the street with her in my hand. She's so funny. Does that include bus two? Uh, yes, I think so. I'm off again in April. Tanya, come on down. I feel like I do owe you a co-hosting trial because I wasn't here that day. Well, I mean, I was, but my body, not so much. Uh-huh. Um... I tried Tennessee bourbon last night. Tasted like diesel. <laughs> That's about right. Uh -huh. Did you get some Claritin from behind the counter? I know. Snowmageddon in Minnesota. It is weird that this, the weather is so mild here, and yet parts of the country are just like bombarded with snow right now. I don't even know what words you're saying. He's going, Lance is going where? Snowbird. Snowbird is a place. That's a place. That's a town. It's a ski mountain called Snowbird in Utah. And what's Breckenridge? Colorado. So Lance is going to ski from Utah to Colorado. Just one downward downslope. Helicopter ski. Why is he going to two different places? Oh, look at Lance Kermsey. Living the dream. Mm -hmm. So much snow this week here in Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't I don't think we've had any snow. Do you remember in the nineties though that big snowstorm? Yeah, because I was I was in the Miss New Jersey car. It was nineteen ninety five, and I was driving the Miss New Jersey car in the middle of a snowstorm. I'm interested about that. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, snow coming right now in Reno. Oh, dies here. Die. What was your job title when you worked at the Nudie Magazine? I've skied in Breckenridge, said somebody. Breckenridge was awesome when I visited. Um, Di, were you like a phone sex operator? Because that's what I told everybody you did. And I'm not quite sure. And I'm just going to FaceTime you. Oh, let me try to FaceTime you on Chris's phone. Hold on. Do you have her in this lady, Di? Oh, Di. Here, let's try to FaceTime her. I won't show you, Diana. I just want you to tell everybody 
about your dirty job. Hey there. So I was telling everybody, we were telling like our story about like being arrested. Were you ever almost arrested? No, I was, I listened to my mother and father. I, 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 I you know, I listened to them and I, I didn't do crazy things because I knew I would get punished. But then you worked at a dirty magazine. A swingers magazine. So you listened to your mom and dad so you wouldn't get arrested. And then you said, but this is seems like me, this swinger magazine. Well, I did not know. When I got hired, they were looking for a typist. And the ad said, must be 21. And I thought to myself, that's awful odd. Why do you have to be 21 to type like this? <laughs> Silly. A lot of mailing. was inside the envelope. Right, stop doing whatever you're doing. before you realized you were working at a swingers magazine? Probably a couple months. Couple months. Yeah, because in the beginning they just give you labels and the envelopes would be stuffed and you would just because it's a magazine, so you just put the label on the envelope, the big brown <laughs> manila envelope mm. that no one knew what was in it. And I uh, just put the labels on. And then as time went on, the girls in the office, there was about five of us, uh, they would kind of say things or show me things. And and mm -hmm. I would. And that's was, how you got pregnant. Education at a very young okay, age. Right. Okay. All right. Interesting, Diana. Yeah, but I didn't do anything. 
anything. Like when you guys talk about sneaking out and skipping school and do, I never did any of that stuff. So you never did anything wrong. I don't want to say I never did anything wrong. Okay. Then we're going to need to hear some of the things you did wrong. Did you ever pee in an alley? No. God forbid. Trash. Chris does, Chris does it even today. Chris does it now. I caught her in my yard once and I said, get up out of here. Rude. No, no. Like I, I just, I never did crazy things like that. I'd like to go out and go dancing and have oh, a good crazy. time. Yeah, that's crazy. But, um, you know, I never did things like that. Huh. I was always, you know. The straight and narrow, I guess. I don't right. know. And so now you saved all of that inappropriateness up for when you do voila on a bunch yeah, of funny mothers old, and look, you just say old, whatever you want. There's like a, a, a rite of passage. When you're hmm. old, you can do things or say things. And not that any of those things are intentional. You. Oh, I believe they're intentional. <laughs> I believe they're all intentional. Yeah. But yeah, old ladies, old men, you know, they just say, "Oh, she's crazy," or "He's crazy," or yeah, so you get away with you get away with more. And, and let's face it, I got nobody to yell at me. Oh, I yell at you all the time. <laughs> Maybe you just turn your hearing aids off. Yeah, but there's there's nobody like I don't have to worry about getting punished or having to stay in or right. you know, there's there's no repercussions, I guess. Yeah. Consequences. I don't have to worry about consequences. Oh, I believe you do. Now, but, don't you have some big Mardi Gras party this week? Well, Thursday's lunch bunch. Well, tomorrow's the ashes. Tomorrow I go get my ashes. Thursday's lunch bunch. Lunch and then bunch. Saturday night Saturday. is that night in Venice. Night in Venice, Chris. Night in Venice, yeah. So we have a group going to night in Venice at the church. And that's when all the old people get together at the church and do what? Well, it's not only old people. It's the first time they're doing it. It's like an Italian night where they'll have uh, a dish jockey there playing Italian music, homemade Italian meatballs, spaghetti, salad, that kind of stuff. Uh, there'll be a basket auction. Uh, there's a man there that's going to sing some songs like uh, Dean Martin. Okay, this is an old people event. No, it's not. Okay. There's like 160 or 170 people coming, and trust me, they're not all old. The oh, girl I, spoke to, I feel like you don't know what old is. Well, no. Well, let me put it this way. The girl I talked to knows you, and her son was in class with Dean Michael. She must be gorgeous. So, so she's old. She's the same age as you. So she's <laughs> she not old. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't try to lump 50-year-olds in with your old party. Said, we're all gone. Everybody's gone. Mm. You should come. Mm -hmm. Like it. We could dance. Are you going to get some beads? Beads? It's Italian night. It's not a Mardi Gras. Well, you know what the beads are for. No. You're about to find out. Excuse me? I want you I want you to bring a whole bunch of beads with you to this event Saturday and then just walk up to random men and be like, you want some of this, these beads? And see what kind of response you get. It's just like, it's like saying hello. If somebody came up and 
gave me bees, I'd say thank you. So I That's understand. it. That's it. That's what you're going to do. All right. My my internet's going nuts now. It must be time to be yeah, done. Your, inter your internet was crazy. I'm going to bring your chocolate um, bottle. I think she gave away all the chocolate bottles oh, at the movie oh, night. Oh, yeah, we had fun. They oh, yeah. So I think she ate them and drank all the chocolate bottles at the she movie night. Yeah. We had, I, don't, we I had got it. Left and, and, and at the uh, party, the dinner on Sunday, after you loved me and Nikki and Natalia and Dominic, we finished. Mm. Those okay. bottles, but yeah, they were good. All right, Di. Thanks for chatting. All right, have a great night. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, don't tell her what the beads are for. This is when you lie to old people, you send them out into the universe with beads, and just see what happens. I don't know. Chris, Mardi Gras. Just a party. Have fun. Be festive. Okay, crazy pants. That's how you get yourself in trouble. When you go to Mardi Gras and somebody, you say, I want beads, you got to show them, you got to flash them your boobs. That's how you get beads. Oh, and you're going to act like you didn't know, Chris. Okay. Girl in the alley. Nobody believes you. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, uh, that's our show for tonight. And uh, I had to talk about, of course you did, Shakendra. I can't believe there had to be like 200 of those bottles. And she stole them from the house, gave them all away. And now she's not replacing them. Oh, I know where we can get them. Yeah, where? I think I know what we should get Diana for her birthday. Just a whole bunch of those bottles. And she could just go to parties and hand them out. She'll be the most famous of all the old ladies at the party. All right, everybody. I'm going to go find myself some Benadryl and try to figure out why I have such a stuffy nose. Uh, but I will see you tomorrow morning. And tomorrow is hump day. So we're halfway through the week. It's very exciting. Uh, but thanks for watching. Hopefully, if you are of the Catholic persuasion, you'll have time to go get yourself some ashes tomorrow. Figure out what you're going to be giving up for uh, the Lenten season. But uh, thanks for watching as always. Stay tuned next Tuesday. We have some guest hosts for Tipsy Tuesday. And I will not be responsible for whatever is said or happens during that evening. So good luck. Um, but, uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks to Chris Kermsay for joining us for our Tipsy Tuesday. Always fun. And, uh, we'll see you guys in the morning. All right.